0: see uh, grow with us this morning uh, we're going to be talking about some we get a lot of questions on anaplasmosis and uh, you know as summer progresses in oklahoma the occurrence of uh, anaplasmosis and beef cattle herds seem to intensify uh, today we have brayden hawkins with us our sweet licks account manager uh, discussing some of the questions that come up on anaplasmosis so welcome brayden
1: uh, thanks for having me on roger i'm excited to be here
0: We'll get right into it here. And, you know, first and foremost, Braden, what is anaplasmosis?
1: So anaplasmosis is an infectious bloodborne disease that's uh, typically caused by the organism anaplasma marginale. I, I hope I pronounced that right, but I think that's the scientific name for it. Um, so it's a disease that, that is transmitted through the blood and, and it attacks red blood cells so um, uh, it goes through and, and when the body is trying to attack and, and uh, treat and kill those infected red blood cells it also uh, harms the, the good ones that aren't infected so it, it really takes a toll on cattle
0: okay uh, so and then another another one of the questions how is it transmitted
1: so, there's a couple different ways that um, anaplasmosis is transmitted. Um, the first one being mechanically, so um, anytime that you're you're working cattle uh, and you have an, an infected animal and you're you know using the same needles or scalpels or dehorning instruments um, and you're using them on the same animals over and over they can be it can be transmitted that way so mechanically and that also includes um, uh, biting insects like some sorts of flies um, I think the most common way that we associate Um, anaplasmosis transmission though is through uh, its biological vector which are fleas or or, excuse me not fleas ticks ticks are are what we hear especially in uh, parts of Oklahoma that are close to river bottoms things like that uh, things along those lines as the most common way that anaplasmosis is typically transmitted.
0: Okay what are some of the clinical symptoms of anaplasmosis and and do all cattle have the same same
1: issues. So it, it a lot of it depends on the age of those cattle, and that's what makes this uh, disease pretty unique. Younger cattle typically uh, don't exhibit any clinical signs if they're infected less than a year old. Uh, less than a year old, you start getting to some of those older cattle. Though that's when you see the most severe symptoms, and and a lot of those symptoms include. Um, depression, uh, decreased feed intake, fever up to almost 107 degrees. Um, You also see some anemia, um, paleness, and yellow mucous membranes, which is uh, also why this disease is sometimes known as yellow fever. So some of those things that you just see uh, in, in, you know, infected animals are are very common symptoms um, uh, for anaplasmosis as well.
0: Okay. so. so there can be carriers of anaplasmosis that that do not exhibit you know exhibit the symptoms uh, how can you how can you know if any any or or carriers how how can you how can you tell
1: so the best way to tell if your cattle are carriers would be actually taking a blood taking blood work and working with your local veterinarian on some of that stuff. That's really the only way you know. Uh, but, yes, there can be carriers of this disease that don't exhibit any symptoms. So any of those calves that you know are infected at a young age um, and get over the disease, or any animal that gets over the disease for that matter, is a carrier of anaplasmosis for the rest of their lives. So if you're bringing in cattle from outside places, I think it's important to have a good relationship with the person you brought them from or with your veterinarian so you can get blood work on and check those cattle because once those cattle are in your herd, it increases the likelihood of infection for those uninfected cattle. So, um, yeah, carriers are pretty common. And something else I think is important to note is that calves that are born to carry your cows are carriers also. So, um, it's important to know the status of your cow herd, especially if you know you're in an area where anaplasmosis is a serious issue.
0: Okay, if you know the, the, the cattle are at risk for anaplasmosis, what are some of the steps the the producer can take to reduce the risk or lessen the severity of the symptoms in the infected cattle.
1: Sure. So I, I think first and foremost, just having a good working relationship with your veterinarian and, and having appropriate protocols that are um, designed for your areas is important. But um, I, the most common um, way to reduce the risk for anaplasmosis is to, to one, check all the cattle before we bring it in and try to just eliminate the likelihood or the chance of having that disease in your cow herd. But if you are to it. A lot of people um, uh, feed or inject some sort of oxytetracycline or chlorotetracycline which is just a antibiotic and obviously you have to work with your vet to, uh, to you know implement some of those protocols and if you're doing a feed-through you have to have a, a, a VFD script. So those are all things to keep in mind but, but really just having a sound management practice and knowing the status of your cattle is really important in helping prevent this um, particular disease Uh, I think it's important to note that the earlier you can catch it and the earlier you can start treating those infected animals, the less severe those symptoms will be. So um, the earlier you can Get some of those antibiotics or things along those lines if they are infected into their system, the better off you'll be. Because you know if you've got cows that are over two, three years old and, and they're infected and you're not doing anything about it, I mean you can see up to sixty uh, percent death loss. So it's a very significant um, disease that can really impact your your bottom line and your livelihood as a cattle producer.
0: Okay, what what products are available through Sweet, uh, sweet Licks? that uh, cattle producers can work with to manage with some of these issues with anaplasmosis?
1: Sure, so I think our most notable one is our Aureo Anaplas block. Um, It's a 33 pound, press block that is 14 percent protein and has the active ingredient chlorotetracycline in it uh, which is, is an antibiotic again um, you have to have a vet script but it's a very convenient way to self feed um, cattle that are, are on pasture you know um, uh, a good dosage of that chlorotetracycline to help uh, prevent or reduce not not prevent but reduce the the um, severity of the of the disease itself. We also have a few loose minerals like our REO FC, which stands for Free Choice C6000 mineral. It's a one-to-one calphos ratio mineral with a, a solid trace mineral and vitamin package in it, and it's really got that high level of chlorotetracycline in it at the 6,000 gram per ton rate. So, those are two of our really popular ones, and and they're staples when it comes to helping reduce the the impact of anaplasmosis for cattle producers. Um, um, all over the country so and,
0: and that's one of the things too that both of these products require a vfd from a veterinarian so that's why it's very important that they work close with their vet to to help so they can help write the vfd and get, make sure that they're feeding the proper level they need
1: absolutely okay. couldn't okay. Have said it better myself
0: okay and and well people want to know more about find out more about sweet licks products and and anaplasmosis what where can you direct them
1: Sure. So the first place I like to tell people is our website, which is www.sweetlicks.com. Or you can reach out to, to your local Sweetlicks account manager. And obviously, um, for those of you that are in Johnson Seeds trade area, um, they can help you out with uh, all of your Sweetlicks needs. So reach out to anybody at Johnston Seed, and uh, uh, they'll take good care of you.
0: Thank you, Braden, for your time today and your expertise in this area. Uh, thank you again for taking the time out to answer these questions and work with us and uh, we look forward to uh, working with you soon. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Roger. I really enjoyed it.